Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Greetings and welcome to episode 261 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. And my name is Vacation. Oh my God, Barbara. <laughs> Last week... Yeah, At the end know. of the episode, we threw in that you're getting ready to go on a big cruise. We're actually recording this super early because in case you do like a castaway thing, we want to make sure we get the <laughs> get the episode out of the yeah, way. Yeah, I got to get the episode in because you know what? Congratulations to you and I, but five years, never missed an episode, my friend. So yeah. And just because you want to go on vacation, <laughs> we ain't going to miss a Monday. Right. <laughs> So where exactly are you going? Where does one in Florida that already has great weather go? We are going to Fort Lauderdale via bus tomorrow with my family, my dad. So, you know, I love my dad and he's... The whole family going? Sister, mom? My sister, myself, my mother, my father, and my sister's son. Nice. And my dad's struggling with dementia. And so this will probably be our last family vacation. And I'm super excited to spend a lot of time with them. But we go to Fort Lauderdale and we cruise out. We're going to St. Martin, St. Thomas and Porta Barda. And hope they don't kill me because I get a little stir crazy on cruises. The last one was 16 years ago and everybody in my family wanted to kill me because I just don't well on boats. You know, I've never (laughs) been on a cruise. I have a feeling I would be bored. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I feel a little confined, but my parents got me the alcohol package, and that's very important. <laughs> <laughs> I did Priorities. have to that I threw that in for Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I can it, it could just go with it. I'm going to run every day, and we'll just see. I'm excited though to spend. Yeah, that I mean, I've known a lot of people that do like multiple cruises a year. That's their thing. Yeah, I, I mean, know. is this one of those big boats where they do shows and yes, gambling? It's a big and, boat. Yeah, it's a celebrity, and it's a new boat, and it's seven days. So that's a long time. But that's a long hey, time. I am not going to look a gift course in that mouth. My parents, yeah, taking us, and I'm going to enjoy every second with my dad and my mom, of course. But my dad, well, of course, yeah, of course. I can only imagine the sober times will be limited. So. Right. That's why we're doing <laughs> it today. Well, last week we talked to a couple of instructors at a dental lab school, and this week we're going to shift gears to another school, but this time we're talking to a current student. A bad student, just saying. Yeah. We had the pleasure to talk to a very passionate and talented technician that she hasn't even graduated yet, but she already has a lab set up at home, and, and damn it, she's ready to go. Yeah. Tracy Graham was a dental assistant. She loved teeth, but wanted to do more than just work under a dentist. She soon found herself at LSU and the Dental Laboratory Technology Program. And what's cool about this program compared to others is that it's in the same building with the Louisiana State University School of Dentistry. Wow. So you can only imagine that Tracy and the students get some really great education and some great cases to work on. Tracy talks about the school and the programs, falling in love with removables, which seems to be an ongoing theme. It is. I know. I love that. I'm so grateful. Finding a balance with her large family. Lots of children. Lots of kids. And of course, her passion that has her already planning and working on life after school. It's a great story about knowing what one wants and the personal success one can achieve if they work hard at it. So join us as we chat with Tracy Graham. If efficiency and performance are what you are looking for in a milling system, then the high-performance PrograMill PM7 from Ivacar is the right choice for you. Equipped with a high-performance spindle, this high-powered 5-axis milling machine efficiently produces both wet and dry restorations. Ivaclar provides white glove delivery service, training, choice of service contracts, and their outstanding after-sales service and support. So contact your friendly Ivaclar sales representative today and create a digital solution that's right for you. And just an FYI, I have this awesome PM7 mill in my laboratory, and I can vouch that it's an amazing machine. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Ivaclar. Hey, 
It's Candular from Switzerland. We have been designing teeth since 1936. Successful tooth design knows only one benchmark. Your own standards and those of your patients. Discover our tooth line PhysioSet TCR with new 18 anterior molds. Manufactured specially for the US market and your daily work at your bench. If you are looking for new options in removable, get to know us at candulor.com and find out more. You will be supported and supplied by our authorized dealer, Edmunds Dental Supply. Candulor. High-end only. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. I do edit out when she starts licking my face, though. Oh, good. Yeah. And let me tell you, it happens quite a bit. It's because you're just so luscious. Salty is what I've come up with. (laughs) All right. We are excited to welcome to the podcast. So if you're part of the dental technicians group in Facebook, you know, one of the largest groups really on social media for dental technicians, you probably know Tracy Graham. She's quite active on there. Tracy, welcome to the program. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Awesome. Doing excellent in a very cold Friday. Now, you're out of New Orleans, right? Yes. Right outside of New Orleans, about 10 minutes away. Well, maybe seven, but yeah, still in New Orleans. Yeah. Close <laughs> enough to enjoy it, but far enough away to stay safe. Definitely. Yeah. So, Tracy, tell us your story. I know, just I mentioned on social media, I kind of follow your journey. But tell us how you got into all of this and how you found dental technology. About 12 years ago, I went to the dental assistant program at a college out here, a small technical college out here. Um, And I worked as a dental assistant for about, well, maybe 10 to 12 years before I started looking into the dental lab program. I can say out of all the years I worked at a dentist office, I never once stopped and asked who does the lab work? All I know is that I used to give a doctor prescriptions, write it up for them, and send it to the lab. Really didn't have an idea of like, who's the lab? It just left and came back, magically yeah. made. <laughs> well, that sounds like a lot of people we talk to, that's for sure. Right, right. So I wasn't really clear about it. So I went on the LSU School of uh, Dentistry website and I saw all the programs they offered and I ran across the lab technician program, read about it, and I'm like... Oh, so that's who makes the crowns. That's who makes the dentures. So it just came to me like, oh, wow, I can actually go to school for this. So it was about 2017. I, it was, I was still in a mix of, do I want to change careers? I used to call them often. Um, my professor probably still remembers me from calling and just asking the same questions over again. What's the process of getting in? So it was 2017. That's the first time I initially talked to LSU. And then in 2020, I realized like, you know, I have a few more credits before I can actually get into the program and then I applied and got in and that's where I saw the other side of dentistry. What made you want to go to school for dental technology when you were already in the same similar field? Like what was it that pulled you? Because I knew that I wanted to grow somehow. It crossed my mind of becoming a dentist, but then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I wanted to kind of get away from the side of having to always be like nine to five. Um, it was always in my plan to have my own business. So I do plan to have my own lab. Um, and I felt that was a way of, hey, I can still do what I love and still be a little bit more flexible. I know a lot of the older lab technicians tell me, yeah, you think you're going to work a nine to five. That's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> $100 Going from a nine to five to a four to eight. Right. <laughs> going to a whenever, whenever and whatever. <laughs> also, because I didn't want to have like the dentist like right over me, you know, as an assistant, yeah. you're more of a like, you know, hey, we mop the floors, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like, we have to do every single thing in the office, you know? So it was kind of still be in the same feel and enjoy what I do and, you know, just a different side of it, which has been really rewarding, I should say. Yeah. So did you go to LSU for dental assisting? No, they don't have the program there. It's the technical college. I went to Eastern College. They have a few colleges out here, small programs for dental assistants. Yeah. Okay. So did those credits transfer to LSU? 
No, so for a dental assistant, it's more of a, like, you don't, you don't need prereqs. Like, we took, like, a small mat course, but you don't need any, like, English 1, oh, English 2. yeah, okay. But for LSU, yeah, I had to go and take um, whatever I didn't have. I had to go and take those courses because it did cross my mind once to just be a hygienist. And then I'm like, oh, no, I don't want my back to go bad. And I don't want to be in a position the same time, you know, the same way all the time. But then when I do dentures, I'm like, oh, I'm in a position the same way all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I think I'm still going to have a bad back maybe. But, <laughs> yeah, but I felt I would get probably a little bit bored with hygiene. So I did have most of my credits already. I was just missing a few classes. So LSU was where you went to hygiene for? No, I didn't go. I didn't go for hygiene. No, I, I, I thought about applying for hygiene, but I didn't. I went to the lab technician instead. But you already took all those classes that you're required to take. Before yes. you decide, I follow now. So you knocked out all the math yes. and the English and the... Yes. So you've got to take all of those classes for the technology part of it as well? Well, yeah, definitely. We had to have, I believe it was maybe 30 something or close to 30. Wow. Um, yeah, we had to take math, sciences, um, science majors as well, which played a role because I never thought like, why do I have to take chemistry or biology to become a lab tech? But we take dental materials as a class and program and it makes a lot of sense like you have to know you know the chemistry of like the, you have to know about the metals and everything so that's what they teach us so that's I think it's really yeah it's 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 a good program so you you said you started in 2020 correct and it's now 2023 my first class was in 2021 i started in fall okay. 21 yes it's so a it's a, a two-year degree two-year mm-hmm. program yes so how was it getting in? Was it hard to get in? Are there is there a waiting list or? Uh, no, they accept twelve students per year, and uh, some of the students apply to the dental lab program, but they also apply to the dental program. Yeah. So we had like a bigger class, but it ended up being only me and another female who actually went all the way through because the other students got into the dental program. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they chose dental over yeah. lab technician. <laughs> so only two went through that course during that time Mm -hmm. and my time and the first year they have about five girls all female (laughs) yeah that's cool hey let's go ladies (laughs) yeah love it (laughs) we've talked to several people that have gone through school so what is the quick i don't know if we've ever talked to anybody elvis from that school so talk to us about the curriculum like you you talked about the basic 30 credits but how do they teach you and what do you go through like your first year and now that you're in your second year? So the first year, it was, I want to say like five classes. The first one was anatomy, basically taught us about the tooth anatomy. And I never knew as a dental assistant, the only anatomy I knew as an assistant was the five surfaces. When I got into the dental lab technology point of view, you know, the development of grooves, the ridge, oblique ridge, all that stuff. I'm like, all that is a part of a tooth I did not know. So I went in there thinking, oh, this is going to be so easy. And I'm like, what in the world? I have to study. Like, I did not know. So that was like a whole nother world for me. We took uh, occlusion. That was in the first semester as well. And I can't remember all our courses, but I know we uh, made, we'd been wired. We took an ortho class. Oh, really? Yeah, we had to learn that the first uh, semester. And we made base plates and occlusal rooms the first semester. Hmm. So yeah, we're busy. We're pretty busy. A lot of the first semester is more of, you know, reading and and learning and taking tests. Then the second semester is a little bit more hands-on where he gets into, uh, well, we made our base plate and closing rooms in the first semester. Now, second semester, we learn how to mount them and set teeth. And we also learn how to fabricate uh, metal framework for RPDs and cast them, wax them up, everything from start to finish. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's a really good hands-on program. So do you enjoy working with wax? Oh, yeah. I love base plate wax, I should say. I don't like to do the inlay only wax when, when it comes to waxing crowns. I must say I'm still not perfect at doing the crowns, but right. I love, I fell in love with dentures more than anything. So just like the feel of the wax and the whole mm-hmm. artistic and flames and... Yes. And and that's one thing I had to learn how to do in the beginning. You know, I thought, well, I, I watch a lot of Instagram videos. So I'm like, oh, this is easy. I can do that. But if you know how to manipulate your wax, that's the key to setting teeth. Because if, if you don't know, you know, if you melt it too much, then of course you won't set it. 
you set your tea right if you melt it too little then of course it won't set right either so it's like a kind of a chemistry for me and yeah. that's the best way i can explain that yeah that makes a lot so of sense. they teach ortho and removable before they touch upon fixed no, and that's another thing. Yes, we did do fix. Okay. We did uh, this carving technique. We had to carve yeah. a tooth. Um, and then we learned how to wax. We did learn how to wax in our first semester as well. You know, the ortho was kind of like a lanyap type. Like we learned how to make like the Holly retainers yeah. and just bend wire in general. We had like a project where we had to, it's a sheet where we have to follow the sheet and bend the wire. I must say my, I needed a manicure after because <laughs> <laughs> My fingers felt so sore. So, yeah. So, yeah, they do teach uh, fixed as well in the first Yeah, so it's kind of going on all at the same time. Is this Mm -hmm. a full-time school or was it just like half a day or? No, it's full. It's from um, eight to five. Five days a week for two years. Five days a week. Yes. Wow. So that's like another thing. It was like, oh, do I want to give up my my job, you know, to go to school? Yeah, that's a hard choice. Yes. I was also doing real estate at the same time, so it balances out well. Okay. Don't you have six kids? Yes, I have six children. How the hell do you balance everything? <laughs> that's what makes me balance. I have to find, <laughs> find balance to make things work. And, you know, balance is key, you know. So once, you know, everything is balanced and you have harmony, it flows well. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I met you at Visions um, at the NADO meeting. And I, who would have thought that you would have had six children and doing all of that? And you look mm-hmm. super young and you were super composed. And I was just really enjoyed. And by the way, Elvis, everybody at our table wanted to hire Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, there was, it was five lab owners. They were like, okay, uh, we want to hire you right now. <laughs> Super impressive. Yeah, it was an enjoyable event. I really learned a lot. I could say that I came out more knowledgeable, you know, than I was when I went in. I took a lot of good notes and it was an amazing feeling to sit in the same room with a lot of people who are where I want to be, I should yeah. say, you know. Yeah. So it was like, man, it felt like gold on a platter. Like I can really just go up to someone and ask them a question and get their advice. It was like beautiful. I don't know if you saw my post on Facebook. Like I'm always asking for a mentor. There you so go. it was yeah. like, I'll be your mentor. You will. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh, Joseph uh, Young. Well, Young. He, he told me call him Joe. Well, Joe. Yeah. I know he was. I asked him, and he was like, "I'll be flattered. Like I'm flattered that you asked." I'm like. Oh, yes. That's the one thing, you know, when you go to those meetings and and more as as you continue is that everybody you talk to in our industry is just so open and Mm -hmm. so willing, so engaging to just like let everything out and help each other. And so I just really hearing you say that just reiterates for me how amazing this industry is and just. Yeah, you got to hit Joe up. Joe actually handles our um, friends of Voices from the Bench page. Yes, he told me. I told him, I was like, I thought he was you guys' assistant. <laughs> well, he is kind of. You can fake that. That's hilarious. I'm sure he'll love hearing that. He's, he's our little BS. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I said, no, I'm you. not. I just did this for fun. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. He's a super great guy. Voices from the Bench does not pay Joseph Young any money. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to meet Jim Glidewell? I saw a lot of photos of him out and about. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't meet no. him. I did meet him. Bertram? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Big names in our uh, industry. Yeah, definitely. I know that we outsource to him all our metal frameworks. The whole country outsources their frameworks to him. Yeah. yeah, from the school. So I know um, that's where he knows me from, of course, the Facebook group as yeah. well. I met him on the elevator. Yes. And he recognized me. So when I came in, they were like, oh, it's Tracy from Facebook. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. was that popular on Facebook? That that's pretty nice cool. <laughs> How did you hear about that meeting? I know we're going to get back on Yeah, that, we'll get to it eventually. How did you find out about it? Because I'm always on, on the NADL and also because I wanted to take my CDT before I graduate. Oh, and wow. um, yeah, so I passed the first two parts and Edwin from our central lab, he's well known as well. Um, he, he told me that there's a scholarship. So, you know, I was online searching for it and I had to sign up for the NADL and that's how I saw the meeting coming about. Nice. 
That's fantastic. That is so cool. Yes. So I take the practical in March. Congratulations. You're not a lab owner right now and you're not managing a lab right now. No, I'm not managing a lab, but um, I do some work for dentists that I used to work for. Yeah. So right now, well, there's this guy who uh, my professor told me about. He was selling his lab, like all his equipment. Mm-hmm. So I purchased all his equipment and we have a, um, like a mother-in-law suite in the back on my property yeah. at home. So I just converted that into a lab. So I've just been doing like small cases for uh, two doctors that I used to work for. It sounds like you own a lab. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yes. It doesn't matter how many you work (laughs) for. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I do have everything that I need. And the good thing about that is when I am stuck on something, I just, you know, bring it to school and ask my professors or the guys in Central Lab because we go on rotations with them and they help us with everything. So I just bring it to school and they help me and we get it done. So what's Central Lab? Do they actually have a lab at the school? Yes. so there's a lab that's dedicated to just the dental students. So every case that comes in, it goes through Central Lab first. And the head guy, Suleiman, he gives us cases as students as well. Like he will give us like two cases a week um, to do to work on for ourselves. That's an actual for an actual patient. And Central Lab is what the dental students rely on in wow. their third and fourth year. Yeah. So when we go on rotations with them, um, in the second year we go on rotations with them half days almost every day out the week. So we're getting a real hands-on experience doing real cases with them. That's phenomenal. And you get to be chair side? You can go in there. You can go in the clinic chair yeah. side if you want. Like if I say, hey, I waxed this up and let me see how it looks in the patient mouth. Then yeah, we do have a requirement where we have to do two chair side, like try-ins. We have to go into clinic yep. to see. Yeah. So we do have that as a requirement. Take advantage to go as, as much as you can do in that. Right. Do you like seeing patients? Do you like that part of it? Yeah, I do. During my first year of the DLT program, um, I went back to a dentist that I used to work with. They have an in-house lab, mm-hmm. a denture lab. And I went there for the summer that I was off and I was working with them and they were just teaching me how to set teeth and they were paying me, you know, as like a regular lab technician. And that was a good experience. So I was in the office with the patients and in the lab as well. Wow. Yeah. So that was. You've done a lot in two years, lady. Yeah. I'm trying to soak it all up. I say it's going to be the best two years. And I just want to, you know, get as much experience as I can before I venture out on my own. Sounds like you're already got your foot dipped on that part of it. though. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Be able to purchase a, a small lab and all that equipment and have a spot on your property and get all ready and practice and do real cases. That's pretty impressive. Yes. Seriously. So how how much longer in school do you have? I graduate in May. So we should be finished with all our cases by the end of April. Wow. Um, and then our graduation is May 18th. That's exciting. Yes, I'm almost there. Yeah, so I'm, I hope to uh, pass the CDT. I told myself there's no room for a failure. Um, and if I do, I'll be the second person at LSU to graduate with their CDT. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So you're going to do, you're going to try to hit that before you graduate. Yes. And I think with all your hands-on experience right now, you should be ready to roll. Yes, and I'm still practicing as well. (laughs) Which one are you going to get? Denture. Wow. Yes. That's cool. Yes, I I love dentures. So the second one only to graduate with a CDT. Mm -hmm. Who was the first, do you know? I believe Edwin told me, I want to say it was another female. Really? Man, all the females are rocking it down in LSU. (laughs) You know it. <laughs> yeah, it was another female. I want to say like maybe uh, maybe seven years ago, I believe. Don't quote yeah, me yeah. on it, but I know it, it was someone. I will be the second one to graduate with a CDT. Well, what's your class like now? Is there still just two of you or did they gain more students? So the second year is still two. We can't really add uh, like someone into a second year. But the first year they started last semester and they have a few girls as well. Okay, so there's more than just the two of you. I'd be mm-hmm. that'd drive me crazy seeing the same one person every day. No, but Even let me tell you, let me tell you, it worked out really well because our first semester we both were pregnant. We were Aww. both pregnant, yeah, and we were a month apart, so we we're on the same page with everything. When it was time for maternity leave, when it was time to come back, although we did come back at the right time, um, we didn't take any extra time off. So kudos to her because she literally came back like I want to say like two weeks after giving birth. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that was really tough. How do they handle that in terms of the curriculum? Do they give you 
Like, do they just stop the class for the two of you or how does no, that work? Um, they sped up things. So instead of focusing on one thing this week, we'll focus on like two or three things this week. So they just, we still learn everything, but they just gave it to us more instead of spreading it out. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's nice that they were able yeah, to accommodate that though. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just going to say, Elvis. Yeah, because just imagine if we had like five or six students and they all had to, you know, I don't want to say suffer yeah. because of what, you know? So it was like, you know what? God wanted it to be this way. It was two people and that's yeah. how God it was. I totally agree. Yes. It's crazy. So talk about this current semester. I mean, all you do is live cases? Yes, all we do, well, we actually started that last semester, but now this semester is strictly cases and we have the option to choose what field we want to lean toward. Okay. So if, yeah, so you, if you love fixed, then you can request all fixed cases, but me and her, we both love dentures. So all we're doing is removable. Um, our professor, the program director meets with us once a week, like on a Friday morning. And we just talk about the cases we did and, you know, make sure we have enough requirements and doing what we're supposed to do and meeting the deadlines, mm-hmm. which we don't really have a problem with meeting our deadlines. But that's what the last semester is basically about, just hands on. So at what point are you allowed to choose what direction you're going to? Day one. <laughs> In the last semester, they asked us which, you know, where we want to, where do we want to lean to? And they also tell us to choose a person in the central lab that you want to work closely with. Wow. So, yeah. So we choose where we want to go and who we want to go with. And we also are in the lab, our lab, student lab, half a day. And then the other half will go with the, with our rotation. So how did you pick the person? Based off experience, Mm -hmm. I do like to look at other people's work, you know, because I work in a dentist office, I know how things should come back from the lab. So it's like, oh, he does really good, you know, (laughs) so I'm going to work with him. I like the way he processes all, he doesn't rush through things or, and, and if he's a good teacher. Because just because someone is good at it doesn't mean they can teach it well. Very true. Right. So if, if he's a good teacher, then, you know, that's where I lean toward. What sort of equipment? does the school have? Is it pretty analog? We have a lot of up-to-date things. We have a lot of digital. They still teach us the analog way of things. You know, they feel that, hey, you have to know how to do it with your hands before you can apply it to a computer first. Well, second. And they're trying to work in the digital denture stuff Mm -hmm. a little bit more. Um, But other than that, yeah, like we're doing zirconia. We're doing a lot of designing on a computer. Like yesterday, we made uh, occlusal splints on a computer. So yeah, we have a mix of everything. It's pretty well balanced. Nice. And they realize that it's more digital, like we're leaning toward more digital just in the industry. So Mm -hmm. they're keeping up with everything. So they actually teach you to design as well. That's pretty Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We have like one-on-one with instructors to teach us how. Which design software do they use? Oh, uh, we have ExoCAD. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I know there's another one, but I believe our uh, they just fixed the um, the milling machine because uh, it got water in it or something Ugh. like that. But there's two different yeah. ones. But it's mainly ExoCAD we work with. You like using it? Are you comfortable with it? I like it, but I'm more of like the analog way. Yeah. You know, I like to see, you know, like I did this with my hands, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, um, I'm more of like the analog. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So what made you choose to go towards dentures? Is it like the waxing part of it versus, you know, a ceramist or metal? I feel like because when I'm creating a a denture, it's like I'm giving this person their whole smile back. You know, it's like with a crown, it's like, yeah, I made the crown on the back tooth that nobody will ever see. (laughs) I think pictures are a little bit more appreciated by a doctor and a patient, even though you can still do, you know, a full mouth rehabilitation with, you know, crowns. But I just feel like I just... I don't know. I just love dentures. I love to process them. I love to trim them. You know, I love to wax. So that's why I think I fell in love with dentures. At first, I thought I loved crowns. And I was, when we first made a, a gold crown, that was, that's another thing we did in our first semester. We made a gold crown. I was like, oh man, this is amazing. I love crowns. Mm-hmm. And I was online looking at stuff like, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to do this. And then I was like, um, no, I think I love dentures better. So, and I didn't change my mind yet. So I believe that I love dentures better. (laughs) Well, I love hearing that because, you know, there's a 
not a lot of students and or denture technicians nowadays. They're kind of aging out a little bit, no disrespect, mm-hmm. but to have somebody as young as you are that's passionate about it, you know, yes, get the word out there how amazing it is, and I just think it's important. Definitely, definitely. What tooth does the school use? Do they use dent supply, do you know, or...? Yeah, I um I believe we use Dent Supply. It's the top brand. Like we don't Portrait. use anything. Yeah, we use like top of the line. But see, there's a system, so we don't have access to all the teeth. Like as a student, we will have to like fill out a paper and go to Central Lab and tell them what we need, and then they will give to us. Even on cases you're working on for patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cannot just grab teeth. Even for metal, if we're going to cast something, we have to go to Central Lab and we have to write it on the paper. Uh, he has to weigh it up, make sure that we're getting the right amount that we need. And then the waste, we have to bring back to them. Yeah. Yeah. So everything is accounted for. <laughs> that sounds like metal. <laughs> Everything's calculated. Everything's accounted for. Wow. So do they teach you as part of the curriculum, like the tooth shapes and like facial sizes, head sizes, you know, round, round, square, square, female, male. Is that all a part yes. of what they teach? Yeah, they teach us all of that. They taught us that in the, um, I want to say the beginning of the second semester. So when you see a patient, do you kind of like think about that? Do you get pictures and things like that? Yeah, that's one thing. So in the school, we don't really get to see the patient unless we ask to see the patient. So usually it's just cases coming in and we are required to set up our a few of our own cases. Um, but usually when it comes from the dental student, they set up their teeth and we have to festoon wax, oh, any wax in the okay. process. So yeah. the dental student set the teeth unless we say, hey, I want to set some teeth. Can you let me have these cases? And then they will let us. But they're required to set their own teeth. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it funny that they're required to set their own teeth when they're never going to do it? Right. I know. That's what I said. Last week, we uh, went to the senior clinic and we requested to send us more cases for us to set up. In the second year, the beginning of the second year, they, uh, our professor taught us how to set ideal cases. Mm-hmm. And that's what we learned, you know, all the setups. But if we want more setups, we can just easily ask for them. But if we don't ask for them, it comes already set up. Wow. Mm-hmm. How do they teach you to do a setup? Do you do anterior two first, or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do anterior and then um, the lower and then the upper. Oh, lower first. No, we do the anterior upper, anterior lower, and then the lower. It's two different ways that we set up. So we can do the lower, all the lower, and then what? The anterior upper, anterior lower, then the lower, yeah. and then the upper. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so we learn lingualized occlusion. Uh, the dental school only sets up lingualized occlusion. We learn bilateral balanced occlusion, and we learn the zero degrees. Those are all CDT terms, just saying. <laughs> yes. Barb's got all the answers, by the way. You can hit her up later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took the written parts already. Ah, I just gotta yeah, you're that. doing That's the hard part. I definitely can't help her on uh, setting no. That's for sure. Yes. But when you do the cases from the school, I mean, obviously real life's a little different, but the school cases, are they always like ideal, you know, just like perfect ridges or do they actually give you cases that make you have to, you know, think? Oh, no, we get. Oh, yeah, we get a lot of cases that we have to. Think. Yeah. The only thing that's ideal is when he's teaching us the initial, you know, setups. Other than that, it's like, I wouldn't say it's too easy. Yeah. You know, you have to, you know, now I'm used to it. So I have minimal questions. But other than that, it's like real life. It's not ideal. It's like real life stuff that I will see on my own when I'm working for myself. So can you already tell that if a doctor doesn't do or a doctor in training doesn't do something properly or, or something that you could suggest for them to do better and you just have to bite your tongue or do they allow you to give feedback? To the student? Yeah. The dental student? Oh, no, we can give feedback. We're always, well, I don't want to make them look bad or anything. <laughs> right. Which, I know. They, are, they do pretty well, but we're, we uh, call them in and like we have their number and their email. We call them in and say, hey, can you come look at this before I process? I have a suggestion yeah. or I, want, I can't, you know, I can't move on unless I get your approval. You know, like sometimes they set teeth and some of the teeth may be backwards. And, oh, wow. you know, and we yeah. catch it, and but we have to call them and say, hey, this tooth is not set right. Do you want me to go ahead and process it? And, you know, they have to change it. That's um, hilarious. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, 
Well, I like the fact that they give you guys freedom to communicate with the students because, oh, yeah, definitely. you know, you talk to any dental technician and one of the challenges is a doctor that won't listen or does something wrong or doesn't want to hear feedback and to be able to facilitate that relationship so early on between the students and the students, I should say, it's, it's pretty, pretty impressive of LSU, of the right. university. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, we definitely can talk to them, shoot them a text or email and tell them to stop by student lab. And it's easy. It's not, you know, complicated getting in touch with them. And they're always happy to come by to see, you know, because nobody wants a disappointed patient. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so yeah. you got to tell them they use three central teeth and like on a denture be like. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know that much. I think they know how much confused. But, you know, sometimes, you know, in the beginning, like the teeth could be confusing. It's like if you don't know the anatomy, it's like, oh, yeah, this is backwards, you know. Yeah. So it could get confusing, especially if you're not doing it all oh, the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How many students are on the clinical side since there's only two laboratory technicians? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a lot of students. I think they accept like 80. Oh, me. wow. You're busy. Yeah. And Central Lab, they they do a lot of cases as well. Sure. Like they're swamped. But yeah, we like right now, I think I have like maybe seven dentures and I believe like four of them are due on the second, but I'm gonna get them all out. It's just that, you know, it's not like the first semester where we're only doing like one a week or two a week. It's like, okay, here you go, Tracy, you have a new case. I know you're not finished, but still take this one. So (laughs) how much time do they give you? I think we're supposed to have 20 days, but I don't know. Those do get used to that. (laughs) That's a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, those due dates been looking pretty tight. It looks more like eight days, but I think we have um like twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna say, and and most yeah. of them go through all the steps: custom tray, bite block, setup, trying, and then finish. Right? Yeah. Well, now it's just the setups that they give oh, us. Oh, that's and right. We just, yeah. Yeah, festoon and um, process and finish. Yeah. So hopefully you know the answer to this, but so how does a patient? get in touch with a school to be able to go to the school and have a dentist in training work on them. How does that work? Yeah. So there's a line that they call and they have to come in for an initial screening and then x-rays are taken. It's a second appointment where x-rays and everything are taken. And then I believe they they assign them to either junior or senior. Wow. Because the first two years, they can't do any. They is that can't like a, a like program or is it a discipline? I think every school has it, Barb. I know when I was younger, as a kid, uh, my parents took us to the dental school. Yes, and it's much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember definitely... sitting in a hall for hours waiting to get in. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I think every school so has cool. it. No, I, I know that, but I'm wondering, like, how do the people find out about it is more so sure. my question. Yeah. It's like, how does the school promote it? I think it's mainly word of mouth. And another thing I did notice when I worked in a dentist's office, dentists used to refer to the dental school. Wow. Yeah. That's not good business. <laughs> to the pediatric. To the pediatric. Set them all the hard yeah. stuff. <laughs> Yeah, she will refer um, to the dental uh, school. So, yeah, I know they have, um, I think it's mainly like a lot of word of mouth. And, of course, we have like the uh, the website and stuff like that. Yeah. Also, I think a lot of government programs, when mm-hmm. people are on them, they send them towards those those type of programs. Right. right. Like this Friday, we have like a, um, a kid um, event where they're seeing all children on Friday and you get to volunteer and I guess you're going to be getting free cleanings and stuff like that. That's always a good thing. So yeah, we do a lot of community events too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about implants? Does your school cover that? Yeah, we do learn implants. We didn't touch a lot on implants, but uh, we are, you know, going through some things that we didn't get to go through previously mm-hmm. since we have a little bit more time. So now on Thursdays, we uh, have a section where we go through things that, hey, I want to learn more about this. And then our professor does like one-on-ones. With oh, us. that's nice. You get to actually choose what you want to learn more about. Yeah. So I did vouch for implants. Like I need to know this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because this one doctor I do like dentures for and he, and he does a pickup and he's like, well, I can't send you the implants because you said you're not too experienced right now. And I, you know, I mean, I don't want to lie and say, oh, I can figure it out because I don't want to learn that yeah. way. 
Um, yeah, yeah, so he, he does that. He takes the denture and then he sends it to another lab for like the pickup and the processing and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm looking at it like I need to know this because that's money that, you know, I could. Be oh, making. absolutely. It's good money. <laughs> Implants are always uh, extra value. Definitely. Are they going to teach you how to do those pickups? I imagine you're talking about like a locator abutment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, Elvis's come on. Language. <laughs> yeah. Well, we started like we did like an ideal case. I really don't know like too much to even like really explain. Yeah. But we did uh, start with an ideal case and we're still in the process of going through that on Thursdays. Yeah. Finding a good dentist that understands it just as well is the best way to learn it. Right. Yeah. So you say you graduate in May. Mm-hmm. So do you have to take like a final, maybe not exam, but do you have to present a case or, you know, or do you just finish the curriculum and then you graduate? Like what's the, what's the end there for you before you graduate? We do have to take an RG exam, which I already took my RG exam because I'm trying to take the CDT, but yeah. there is a class, like a two hour uh, review course that on Friday uh, mornings, like my other classmate is taking it, which is in a normal curriculum. So we have to take that by April and yeah, we do have to do like a research project um, that we have to present at the end of the year. And, and what are you going to do? We're still coming up with an outline on that. Dental Laboratory Podcasts, the research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to interview you guys. <laughs> that always goes back to Elvis. Don't you know that? Come on. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm still up in the air with um, what I want to do. Because, you know, if I'm on, if I'm going to be presenting something, it has to be good. Yeah, so yeah. I'm really thinking hard, you know, and, and we present it in front of like, everybody. So... I got to really think hard on this one. You say we, is it you and the other student? Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That makes it a little easier. It's not going to be a, a team project. It's just like she has to do one and I have to do oh, one. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you mean when you say present? Do you have to do like a treatment plan and then you have to do photographs or you have yeah, to? Yeah, we have to, uh, not necessarily a treatment plan. Um, We have to like, uh, our professor wants us to do a case. Um, and then we just like, uh, it's like a PowerPoint presentation, basically, and, gotcha. and speak on it and have like certain research that we have to do with it. And then you have to take them through the certain steps that you do as you go through it all. Yeah. So I don't want it to be something that they possibly already saw, like, oh, I'm going to do a, a denture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want yeah. it to be like, let me let you sit on the edge of your chair. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. I like this girl. <laughs> Are you leaning towards anything? I'm like what it might be. Well, one thing that that I was thinking about, and it was just something that I was thinking about. I know some guy hit me up on uh, Facebook, and he was asking me would I be able to wax up for him. Uh-huh. He's a jeweler, and he sells grills, like the mouthpiece. Oh, yeah. Cool. So yeah. I was gonna like kind of compare the way we would process and the way that a jeweler would process because it's kind of similar. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I was trying to do like maybe a research on that i think it would probably be interesting you know because their industry is kind of like close to ours it really they, is yeah and they they deal with teeth but they don't necessarily know teeth mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i was thinking about something along those lines that's a really good idea mm-hmm. thank I'm, you i'm guessing that'd be quite different from what they've seen yeah, at lsu definitely. <laughs> definitely definitely let's talk grills <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if you like wax, I mean, uh, that makes perfect sense. And then mm-hmm. you can kind of get into that avenue, too. I mean, that might right. be very lucrative for you. Right. Yeah, so. we've had people on the podcast that make a career out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier you happened upon a lab that was selling all their stuff. Yes. And you, you're not even out of school yet. Mm-hmm. What made you say to yourself, this is a great opportunity. Let's invest in myself. Let's invest in the future. Was it just a good deal? Well, it was a good deal, but that wasn't the first thing because um, before he told me the price, I just went there and talked to him and see what he had. Yeah. I feel like because before I even made this decision, like I really prayed about it. So I feel like any decisions that I make, I'm just going to, you know, I have faith that it's going to work out. And I do believe I will put the work that needs to be done towards it. And I don't, I don't really see how it could fail. Yeah. I don't see I don't see it failing. Well, I mean your passion alone is what's gonna drive this thing. Mm-hmm. 
So what all did you get? Did you get all analog, removable, making yeah. boil outs and things like that? Right. So before my professor, I'm just shout out to Mr. Vinny for even telling me about this. Absolutely. <laughs> so before um, he told me about it, I was, I already had an account with NOWAC and I was just like buying things little by little, you know, because I knew I wanted to start. Mm-hmm. So I was buying like my flask and, you know, the, the flask and the, the hydraulic press. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so they're expensive. So I, you know, started small. And then when, when I met this guy, when I heard about him, that he was selling it, I was like, wow, I think I probably spent this amount already on the little stuff that I have. <laughs> he gave me the whole lab. I mean, he gave me his countertops. He gave me the sinks. He gave oh, me wow. the lights. He wow. gave me every single thing. Yeah, and now I have like 20 flasks, you know. And yeah. I, I was only working with two at first because that's all I could get at the moment. You know, I didn't want to buy too much. But, yeah, so now I have, like, everything that I need. That's awesome. What a score. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Was he just retiring or? Yeah, he was retiring, but I feel like they never really retire. Do you really retire as a lab technician? No, (laughs) not really. He called me the other day. He lives nearby me. He called me the other day. He was like, "Um, Tracy, do you have a, uh, would you happen to have a millimeter ruler? I was like, you could just drop in my mailbox. I was like, okay, of course. And I, because he gave me like 50 of them. I'm like, I wonder what he's going to be doing, what he's working on. Maybe he hit a late under the counter or something. There you go. (laughs) Did you get any of his customer base? No, he didn't give me any customers. I think he really slowed down at the moment. I know he did say that he was working with one doctor um, because when we went there to move everything, he asked, could I leave his late? for like another date until he finished up something. Sure. But I don't think he had a whole lot of clients at the moment. But I mean, for the price that I got everything, I'll build my own clients. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So is that the plan? You're going to keep this in your extra building and build it? And... It's actually almost done. We just have to do the flooring, which yep. I'm still torn between that because it gets so messy, you know, so I don't even know what flooring I want to put in it. Not the um, color of a tooth. That's all you got to remember. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah, so um eventually I do want to expand somewhere else basically. Mm-hmm. You know, not really work at home too much. Sure. Yeah. Well, with six kids, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. no. How the heck you're going to get that done? Right, that's it. what I'm saying. No, it won't be too easy. Well, you know, a lot of us we're little lab rats and so you've got your kids in there watching you and they probably mm-hmm. find it very fascinating, seriously. Yeah. Yes. I know that from experience. They're Personal. called employees, future employees. <laughs> One of them's like, oh, that came out of somebody's mouth. I'm not touching that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, what you doing? Let me try, you know? So, yeah, yeah. they all have <laughs> personalities. Do you, have you thought of, or do you already, and my, my assumption is, is that you do already, have a name for your future laboratory? Yes. Change Your Smile Dental Prosthetics. Oh, good for you. <laughs> you said it like you already have a business card. She probably and, does. And I do have business cards. <laughs> good for you. Okay. So you're just going to, you already have two clients pretty much. And then mm-hmm. it's just going to go referral base and word of mouth. And you'll probably grow pretty quickly. So you're just going to do everything by yourself for now. And then as you just grow, you'll think about adding. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can see myself having some employees for the lab. I was in the elevator the other day at school, and this doctor, he asked, um, what I, what am I doing? Like Because our name tag shows just student. It doesn't say what program we're in. Yeah. So he introduced myself, and he asked me if I wanted to come to one of his study clubs, like his, the association, you know, just to get myself out there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I was like, yes, of course. Take advantage <laughs> of that, absolutely. Yeah, Definitely. The more contacts you make, the bigger your business will grow and the quicker it'll grow. Right. Because after right. school all day and then the evening study club, you got plenty of time, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it'll work out. When are you doing your lab work now? In the evenings, weekends? In the evening times. And then sometimes if I, I like, I literally would uh, take it to school and on my lunch break, I'll work on it. Oh, nice. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll do it in my lunch break. But most of the time it's at home in the evening times or early in the morning while the kids are still asleep. Yeah. And you're probably out there. You're also delivering the cases and doing the invoicing. and Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I would deliver on my lunch break at school. So I would like leave. (laughs) Like I'll be right back and go deliver a case or pick up a case. And I just make it work. 
you know yeah. that's we make great. time for the things that we want you're gonna be so much ahead of everybody doing all this so early while you're still in school mm-hmm. i mean not many people can say when they graduate they already own their own business yes <laughs> and they're gonna be a cdt of course <laughs> second one when do you take your what is it called the practical yes it's yeah. on uh march 31st oh where are you taking it lsu we're, we're oh. gonna be hosting. well that's convenient you could probably yeah. use all your own stuff yeah, yeah. It's, it's better if you do it at at the school and i'm like if not i'm going to san antonio i heard there's a class or something like that <laughs> yeah i gotta stick to the plan but yeah we established our date um i had to go recruit some people to you know do it with me i think we had to have like at least eight people sign up or something like that yeah. so i just walked around the school and asked and i asked the previous year who graduated before us if they wanted to take it so a few of them signed up as well oh well, that's cool let's give a shout out here i mean this is gonna air long before march Let's, yes. let's fill the CDT practical course at LSU on March 31st. Yep. Everybody is already on the NADL website. I checked for it and it was there. Oh, <laughs> so it's official. <laughs> after you graduate, it's TE. Is it? What's the initial behind your name after you graduate from LSU? Is this... So it's going to be uh, CDT. And then don't they have TE or is uh, that RG? Yeah, RG. it'll be RG. Yeah. If I didn't get the CDT, it'll be an RG. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yes. So you're going to have a whole lot of initials behind your name. Yes. <laughs> and I was also offered a job at the dental school. What? Yeah, to work in the central lab. Are you going to do it? So I was thinking like maybe part-time, but if they don't, if they can't do part-time, then I don't Probably know. Not. Yeah. Uh, she said she would get back to me and let me know if we they can do like a part-time position. Because there are some part-time employees at the school, but I don't know if there are any in the central lab. So, you know, that's when you have to weigh out your options, you know? So, yeah. So that lab, they do like their own bottle work and dye trimming. So you would be doing a little bit of everything or would you just stay in the the removable part of it? Uh, They will hire me as a removable technician. They have two removable technicians right now and then the rest are fixed. Yeah. So they need more removable technicians. Yeah, with 80 students, I'll say. Yeah. That's got to be a lot of work. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yes, definitely. But also know that you could probably go to any lab in this country <laughs> and say I'm a removable technician and get work. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Seriously. Let me tell you how beautiful Louisville, Kentucky is. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Tampa, Florida. Oh, damn it, Barb, every time you trump me on your tail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's not hard to do, Elvis. It is beautiful here. Sorry. Yeah, and I like the sun, you know. I can't do the cold and the snow. I'm used to the warm weather. Yep, <laughs> totally. I know one guy who was at the NADL, he was like, uh, would you want to move to Alaska? Do you remember the guy? Who said, <laughs> um, yeah, he was all the way from Alaska. I'm like, no. <laughs> Elvis, he did hear about the NADL meeting from Voices from the Bench as well, because I was sitting next to him. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. And that's why you came to the meeting. So kudos. Very cool. Yes, this is definitely a, a good platform, I should say. I listened to the podcast you had, the interview you had with Jill. Yeah. yeah. Um, I met her in person. And Edwin, uh, who works in Central Lab, he mm-hmm. was always telling me, like, uh, telling me her story. Like, she's really good. You know, you should meet you should meet her. So we ran into each other. And um, she, I was talking to her about the, the school and a job offer. And she was, so you want three days a week? And I'm like, yeah, three days a week. And she said, um, and you want to run your own lab? And I was like, yes. And she was like, okay, I'm going to pray for you. And I was like, Aww. oh, you're amazing. It was, I, that would never, I would never forget that. Like, she was so sweet. Like the most, I don't know. I just love her. Like, she's amazing. She, nobody ever like said that, you know, so it was really touching, you know, that yeah. she would think on that level, like. I'll pray for you. That's the best thing you could do for someone is pray for them. <laughs> so I take it you're going to Ladies of the Mill this year then. I am on their group, but I never signed up for anything. And they book up pretty fast. I think there was an event that they were having. and like Oh, that's were, like, their summit. The I'm sure. talking about yeah. their, their meeting yeah. they have once a year. It's in oh, Chattanooga. Okay. Have, yeah. Oh, I'll have to look into that. Most definitely. Because that's Jill's baby. Jill and Christina. <laughs> 
Yeah, she was she was amazing. You're gonna be in Chicago this year? Oh yeah, we're we just booked the hotel. Sad to say that we booked like last minute and we're not staying at the Hyatt, but we're staying at the Radisson and we're getting approval from the school because they pay for us to go to that trip. Oh nice. So, yeah, so the NADL I had to pay for myself, but they paid for the Chicago every year for second year students. So oh, that's fantastic. For, yeah, for flight approval. Wow. So what is it? End of January and the Hyatt sold out? Oh, yeah. They wow. are. And in the Swiss hotel, on the website, they recommend you, if you can't get in the Hyatt, then try Swiss because they have an underground tunnel or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I asked uh, Sean Nowak, like, where where should I stay? He was like, try Radisson. It's like right by it. Nice. So, yeah, so I was able wow. to get The Chicago is going to be just crazy big yes i hear y'all gonna be there too right (laughs) we might have made a few announcements yes (laughs) well i met barb already so i just have to meet you i'll be around (laughs) he's an all right kind of guy everybody loves him most yep yeah i see (laughs) and you always have something funny to say so (laughs) because he never works if you ask me oh come on I'm just joking. What's next after the school, getting your own lab, any any other th- exciting things? You're not going to have any more kids, are you? No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're done. All right. How, what's your husband think of all this? Well, he's good. Yeah? He's good. Very supportive. Yeah, I would imagine, supportive. yeah. Most non-teeth people don't understand our weird passion for No, he's been like, teach me. I'll get in there and help you. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So. You're probably going to need to take him up on that soon. (laughs) Definitely. Seriously. (laughs) Well, right after school, I already booked a nice vacation in Cayman Islands. So I'm going to be going there because I'm definitely going to need a little break. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, spend a week out there and just take a breather, you know. With your six kids? No. That that won't be a breather. (laughs) That's exactly where my head was at. I was thinking, I don't know how you can breathe with six kids, but good call. Yes, yes. No, that won't be a breather at all. No, not that I don't love children. I hate to say that, but you know, when you after everything you do, you need a little time for yourself. Yeah, I definitely need a break. Yeah. You know, when I was in Vegas, I was like, "Oh, I miss my kids." Like I was, I felt homesick, and I was by yes. myself. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was like different. Yeah. Too quiet. It was really quiet. <laughs> I literally got up early in the morning and I had to go on a jog. And uh, they were like, you really went jog in this cold weather? I'm like, I had to get out this hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get out for a bit. Well, now you've really hit a nerve. Both Elvis and I are runners. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking, I used to run every time Visions, just so I could run yeah. the strip, you know? I mean, yeah, I yeah. And I said, you know what? When I'm down there, I think I'm going to jog. I'm going to jog the strip. Because I never did before. So yeah. I'm just going to <laughs> yeah it was pretty nice it's nice it's different than running in indiana and right. not looking at snow yeah <laughs> stairs that's all i remember is there's too many stairs definitely yeah. early definitely in the morning like there. that it's it's just a different vegas you oh know? there's nobody there's out yeah out. nobody was out yeah yeah yep. and it's kind of chill out there and quiet and you can actually see all the amazing hotels and it really is a neat city yeah, it was yeah. A, a nice view it's kind of why I like being a runner is go, being able to go and check new places out. Yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to run in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the gym. Uh, I think there's one year I remember running during lab day. Oh, wow. So, hey, if y'all want to go, I'm up for it. If okay. Y'all want to go. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm always up for it. It has to be above 20 and not icy. That's all I need. Okay, yeah, because yeah. we don't need to slip. <laughs> no broken shoulders, right, Elvis? Yeah. No collarbones. That's only biking. Awesome, Tracy. This is a great. I'm, I'm so happy we finally got you on the podcast. Your story is amazing. You're killing it. I love your engagement, enthusiasm on, on Facebook with the dental technician group. Thank you. Just appreciate what you're doing. Grateful for that group as well. Like, that is, a, you can learn a whole lot from a lot of different yeah. people. I'm yeah. Very good. True to that. Yes. Well, good luck, young lady. I wish you well. That was amazing. I love your story. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in Chicago. All right. Yes. See you then. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> Bring your running shoes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> awesome. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Oh my God. I love Tracy Graham. A huge thanks to Tracy for coming on the podcast to talk about your amazing journey that you are still on. We recorded this a bit ago, but now she is even closer to getting her CDT and graduating. So we wish you all the luck, but it seems that you'll be going into lab ownership before any of that even happens. Tracy's passion to learn and be involved is super amazing. And it was great to meet her at the vision. She was actually at my table. I think I said that in the podcast. And then again, we saw her in Chicago because she popped by wearing voices from the bench shirt. You go girl. I expect that even greater things will be coming from Tracy in the next few years as she establishes herself in the industry even more. And before we sign off, sorry, Joe. We would love to hire you as an assistant for the podcast. We will allow you to be a mentor to Elvis. And that is the best we can do. I need all the mentorship I can get. I'm not getting fired yet, ladies and gentlemen. Five <laughs> years plus five. We're going for 10. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> awesome, everybody. Barb, have fun on your cruise. Thank Remember, you. wear a life jacket. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Have a good week, guys. Bye. I layered it for five hours. On one tooth?